0: weekly laws podcast episode number one
1: hundred ninety six hey cool you fixed it don't expect anything the chances of getting a signal are slim at
2: best static's good right no reception is good wait what's that
1: it's Russo signal (sighs) oh crap but this radio has a wider bandwidth
0: (laughs) that's what you call a party in a
3: podcast
0: hold it stop do you hear that
3: Welcome to the weekly lost edition of the Generally Speaking Production
1: Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the weekly lost podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm muted. You're muted. I'm muted.
4: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft
0: and welcome back to the Weekly Lost Podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's good stuff. I couldn't That's have planned great. that, you know, and Right. Anyway, we are back with our weekend review episode. Uh, we are. Kind of just sharing what's going on in the community on Wednesday evenings obviously we give you our initial reaction and then on the weekends we like to come here with the little audio clips and and all the wonderful things and conversation starters that have been happening in our forum over at gspn.tv slash forum and of course we're available to take your live calls as we record this in front of an internet audience and the chat room seems to be filling up and got some mm-hmm. wonderful people in there in fact I saw that uh Uh, We had somebody from Southern California, I believe, uh, that's in here for their very first time. Mm
4: -hmm. Which is is Queen Ali.
0: And Queen Ali is here for her. uh, It might be Ali. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, but she she's going to be in our she's in our show notes, by the way.
4: Okay.
0: Uh, That's for sure. And so basically, we have um, the availability for you guys to dial in. Feel free to call in as much as you want. Uh, Only one person at a time, though. So, Stephanie, we're just going to jump right into this, if you don't mind. I mean, just let's, let's just nail that, th-
4: no, I don't mind.
0: All right, let's just do this. So we're going to start off with this audio clip, and then I'm going to have you read for me.
5: All right, I apologize if this is confusing, but let's pay attention, yes? The room we're standing in was constructed years ago over a unique pocket of electromagnetic energy. That energy connects to similar pockets all over the world. The people who built this room, however, were only interested in one. The island. Yes, the island. They'd gathered proof that it existed. They knew it was out there somewhere, but they just couldn't find it. Then a very clever fellow built this pendulum on the theoretical notion that they should stop looking for where the island was supposed to be and start looking for
1: where it was going to be. What do you mean, where it was going to be?
5: Well, this fellow presumed, and correctly as it turned out, that the island was always moving. Why do you think you were never rescued? No. While the movements of the island seem random, this man and his team created a series of equations which tell us with a high degree of probability where it is going to be at a certain point in time. Windows, as it were, that while open provide a route back. Unfortunately, these windows don't stay open for very long. Yours? closes in 36 hours.
0: Alrighty, well, I'm what sorry. Are you laughing Is she at?
4: part of like some kind of freaky suspense horror movie where she has to talk like this?
0: I think so. I think it's, that's her. That's her deal in this right. show, and I, I I dig in it totally.
4: <laughs> it's funny. time. I'm not buying it. I I th- I just think it's funny.
0: All right. Anyway. Well, I totally <laughs> dug it, and and it, I
4: like her. It's just no, they really.
0: Let me let me ju- no go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off.
4: I like. I like the the character the idea- I just think that it's over exaggerated how I don't know it's just, anyway
0: see i I would agree with you because with only listening to the audio and also you gotta understand Although
4: I do love the way she says pendulum
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but not only that, but he, there's there's two things I'll point out about what we just heard number one it's it's audio only so we don't have the visual effects of. What was actually being shown on the screen?
4: I do have the visual effects of what was being shown on the screen.
0: Not when I just played it.
4: Uh, it was written through my head. I've seen it already.
0: Okay. So you actually were thinking what you just thought when you actually watched the episode? Yes. Okay. Never Then forget it. Okay. And you're entitled to that. So Thank you, you. All right.
4: <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> All right
4: But I'll just sit here and read what you've written for me to read And will not express any of my own opinions in this entire uh, episode
0: The views and thoughts of Stephanie Ravenscraft do not necessarily
4: (laughs) (laughs) This podcast does not reflect the views of Stephanie Ravenscraft in any way, shape, or form
0: (laughs) You had all Wednesday night to share your thoughts
4: (laughs) Yeah I was having some eye trouble Wednesday, remember?
0: I do remember It
4: was... It was quite distracting.
0: Oh, gosh. So let's anyway. quit all this fake bickering before people tune out. Let's move on to uh, what just Sue wrote in the forum. And I'm going to have uh, let's let's see what Miss what uh, just Sue has to say about Mrs. Hawking or Ms. Hawking.
4: It, she was specifically called Ms. Hawking in the episode. OK, so yeah, I corrected myself. I just thought you needed a little extra correction because you corrected me the last time I corrected you,
0: babe. Let me just tell you: this <laughs> week, Cliff needs no extra correction. I am corrected as much as I could be corrected this uh-uh. week. Thank you. Moving right along, Stephanie. Okay. Dead air.
4: Miss Hawking, <laughs> explain air quotes. I didn't do air quotes, but <laughs> I might as well known. have. <laughs> Explain that all over the world, there are unique pockets of electromagnetic energy and that they were all connected, but that the Dharma people were only interested in finding the one under the island. This brings to mind the SOS episode when Bernard brought Rose to the healer named Isaac. Where was he?
0: Of Aluru. Okay.
4: Okay. And I'll I could be word for it. wrong, but uh, but I'll take your word for it on that.
0: Phonetically, one. it's Aluru, okay. U- Uluru.
4: Isaac, the explained the creator of
0: Hulu, <laughs> not okay.
4: Can I continue? You may. Isaac explained to Rose, there are certain places with great energy spots on the Earth, like the one we're above now. Perhaps this energy is geological, magnetic. Or perhaps it's something else. And when possible, I harness this energy and give it to others.
0: Hmm. I remember that episode specifically. Yes.
4: Isaac and Ms. Hawking.
0: Ms. Hawking.
4: <laughs> Seem to be Mrs. on the same page. <laughs> it makes me wonder if he was working with them and if they were associates stationed at each of those locations. Maybe that's why Ben had so many passports. Maybe he was keeping tabs on all the different connected locations of energy pockets. I think this is how the writers were trying to explain the island's healing properties back in season two, although I know some fans are still trying to find explanations that incorporate time travel.
0: Gotcha. Now... As it relates to whether or not um, Isaac is maybe a part of Dharma, I don't know. It, it, it didn't seem that way to me. It seemed to me that his camp was genuinely a place where people were simply coming for healing. And he was able to offer that to people. And that that's just my own personal feelings on it. But uh, do you have any thoughts, Stephanie, on, nope. the, on the topic? I don't. All right. So we're going to see who's on the line here. We have a call in here on line four, and it's Tammy Johnson. Tammy, welcome to the Weekly Loss Podcast.
4: Thank you. How are uh, you?
0: She's got it. You're gonna have to mute your stream so you I'm don't needed. get confused <laughs> confused by the echo. All so right. we
4: don't get confused by the echo.
0: What kind of what kind of thoughts do you have on this one?
4: I I don't have a question on that. I'm
2: just that's totally I'm lost on that. I'm wondering what was the big significant part of the letter. And what did it mean to, from Locke?
0: Uh, the Locke letter, I believe, simply had a lot to do with the overarching arcing theme for Jack and the fact of what it would take for them to get back to the island, which I believe was an issue of faith and belief.
2: And he, kept, and he told him that. He said, I wish you would have listened to me.
0: Well, in the in the episode um, or in the letter, it said something. I, I wish you would have believed. I me. wish you
4: would have believed me.
0: And there was the whole there was the whole yeah. scene. We're actually going to talk about this a little bit later here in the show notes when we talk about doubting Thomas. So, uh, um, but I'll tell you what. Let's just jump to that part right now. That's not going to bother me at all. Sorry. So uh, let, no, no, I no, don't. I had
2: no clue what y'all were talking about a minute ago. Not <laughs> I didn't a think Answer right away.
0: <laughs> not a problem. Let me go ahead and play this clip for us.
1: Okay. Where's son? She left and luck? his body the coffin. I have a friend looking after it. I'll pick it up on my way to the airport. What did she say to you, John? Nothing that matters. Who is she? Why is she helping us? How does she know all this? Thomas the Apostle. When Jesus wanted to return to Judea, knowing that he would probably be murdered there, Thomas said to the others, let us also go that we might die with him. But Thomas was not remembered for this bravery. His claim to fame came later when he refused to acknowledge the resurrection. He just couldn't wrap his mind around it. The story goes that he needed to touch Jesus' wounds to be convinced. So was he? Of course he was. We're all convinced sooner or later, John.
0: All right, so basically here... We have the story of Ben doing Bible study hour here on the week on the <laughs> law show. Uh, but seriously I, I think the story here is that Jack is obviously still struggling with a, a significant amount of doubt and for him to be able to get back, I believe that that he, he they're they're working on him in the area of having faith and and what that faith is in I'm not sure, but obviously um, Jack clearly Begins to to um, start to have faith, uh, and, and questions that faith when he starts asking about things on the plane, about how people, how how did everybody get on the plane? Like this one right here.
1: How did they end up here? They bought a ticket. You don't think it means something that somehow we're all packed together?
5: We're on the same plane, Jack. Does it doesn't make us together?
0: So Jack's out. Al-
5: yeah. <laughs> so,
0: there you go. There you go, JAPE fans. Uh, but anyway, that, that my my feeling is just that the letter had a lot to do with I I wish you would have believed in me or believed me. And I don't and think
4: it's, a, I don't, not in me. Okay. Just believed me. Okay. That they weren't supposed to leave the island that.
0: Right. I wish you would have had faith or something. Do you
2: think Locke's going to come back to
4: life on the island? Absolutely. I hope
0: so. I yeah. hope so. That's what I thought too. I absolutely. All right, Tammy, thank you for your call. Did you want to say anything else? No, nope, thank you, guys. No problem. We're glad you Good called night. in.
4: Night. See ya.
0: All right. So uh, the lines open up again. If anybody else wants to chime in with your thoughts, uh, the phone number is in the chat room, of right. course. Very cool. So yeah, I, I I really believe that that's a majority of what they were trying to tell there.
4: Okay. If, oh. if you want to um, jump back to the pendulum, I'm just as as lost as Tammy is on that one. Yeah. That is Yeah, I don't know.
0: Gotcha. Anyway. All right. Very cool. So so obviously we've already played that clip. Um, there was one other clip I think that had something to do with faith since since we were talking about the whole idea of J- John's letter and this whole idea of faith. So so let's take a listen to this as well.
1: Come on in. Ben and son heard
5: what they needed to hear and this does not concern them. Oh. Here we are. What's this? It's John Locke's suicide note.
1: I, uh, I didn't
5: know. Why would you? Obituaries don't see fit to mention when people hang themselves, Jack.
1: Why would he kill himself?
5: There are many reasons, I'm sure. But the only one that matters is this. He is going to help you get back. John is going to be a proxy substitute
1: a substitute for who
5: Jack who do you think you need to as best you can recreate the conditions of the original flight which is why you need to give John something of your father's you have to get something that belonged to your father and you need to give it to John what that's what you have to do
1: my father is gone. My father has been dead for three years. You want me to... and to give it to Locke? He's in a coffin! This is ridiculous.
5: Oh, stop thinking how ridiculous it is, and start asking yourself whether or not you believe it's going to work. That's why it's called a
4: leap of faith, Jack.
0: All right, so basically, do you you see the whole theme... In this episode, is you know, do you believe he needs to believe in something? He needs to believe. He needs to take a leap of faith. The letter about believing—I I think it's all tied into that kind of yep. uh, line of thinking there, which is very cool, by the way. I, I'm 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 glad that they're talking about you know him struggling with with faith and whether what that faith is, but you know, acknowledging how do things happen? Are things happening for a reason, or is it just? Uh, chance. Right. You know, how did these people get on here? Was it fate? You know, those are those are the questions that that people need to deal with. All right. So, Stephanie, I do have uh, basically two more audio clips. And by the way, I just want to take just a second to say a special very thank you once again to a great friend of ours who goes by the name of Jeff. And uh, we shall not disclose uh, his full identity. But uh, Jeff works tirelessly On providing us these audio clips uh, which I am so thankful for because it used to take me about an hour to, well at least an hour, to produce these audio clips myself and so uh, he's done a great job for us.
4: Absolutely, thank you.
0: Thank you very much for that. And so here is clip number seven. Uh, Ben's tying up some loose ends.
4: Where are you going?
1: Oh, I made a promise to an old friend of mine. Just a loose end that needs tying up. See you at the airport, Jack.
0: Alrighty and it goes right along with this one, I think. Uh,
4: oh, where's number it? twelve.
0: Number twelve.
1: Hello. Hello, Jack. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Duh, he answered right? the phone. Listen, we don't have much time. <laughs> I've been uh, sidetracked, and I need you to pick up Locke's body and take it to the airport. The coffin is at Simon's butcher shop, corner of Grand and Hayes. Why? What's happened to you?
4: Just do it, please. All right. I thought that on Wednesday night, also. Did you? Yeah. I mean, he answered. He says hello and hello, Jack. Are you there?
0: Yeah. Where <laughs> else would he be? <laughs> All right. So let's let's go to uh, Mark Grace's post in the forum okay. on this one, and he titled the 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 thread or the conversation: Penny is brown bread. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. of course, there's a link to it in the in the show notes. But, uh, Stephanie, will you read what he wrote?
4: Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, brown bread means dead. Well, um, it's Australian slang. Remember what Ben said? I have an old friend. I have to return a favor. Well, no doubt that friend was Charles Woodmore, And the favor was to kill Penny. It was obvious when Ben called Jack from a shipping dock with blood all over him looks to me that he got his revenge on Widmore who killed Alex by placing a bullet into Penny
0: right and then Faith wrote back and says yeah when Ben said that he was almost to the door before i realized what he was talking about i really hope he didn't succeed he, and he's uh, and he's all bloody and bruised because Desmond beat him up uh, beat the crap out of him so that's what Faith yeah. is hoping. And then what just Sue Wright?
4: Um, I want to believe he failed too. He sounded so shaken up when he called Jack. It's not like him. If he had succeeded, he would have been calm and he wouldn't have been so pressed for time. Someone beat him up and broke his arm. If it wasn't Desmond, maybe it was Woodmore himself. No doubt he couldn't. He He would have had Desmond followed after that visit.
0: Okay. Here's here's my thing. Or first of all, do you have any thoughts on this? You obviously mentioned this in the initial reaction that you thought, you know, it may have been Penny.
4: And- I did. I mean, I I did think that I don't I don't want it to be that. I really don't. I think that Desmond and Penny are the one romantic relationship that the writers are given to us women who um are enjoying the sci-fi but need just a little shred of, of girliness going on. Yeah. You know, and, um, not sex in the bottom of, of the nasty cage cage that they were in, but, but romance and, and love. And I think that that is the, the one relationship that they're giving that with, well, you have son and Jen also, but, um, there's, has been strained. Yeah. More. Um, So I don't want to think that, but that was my, that was my first thought.
0: Yeah. My, my feeling is that Penny. And
4: if Desmond did beat the crap out of him, I'd like to see that flashback.
0: Two things. Uh, That was one of them. The first thing is that there's no way Penny's dead. It's not possible. It can't happen. I do believe when he says he was going to repay the favor that there's no doubt that the favor was returning the favor of killing his daughter because... Uh, Alex was killed. I, there's no question that that's what he was talking about. That was his unfinished business. Mm-hmm. In my mind, there's no question. Right. There is also no question in my mind that he failed. You know, obviously mm-hmm. he came back bloodied there. Um, he did not do it. Right. And the reason why I don't believe for a second that he actually was able to succeed is not because he came back bloodied. I think it's but because the, he writers, met Charlie. the writers would have to like go into hiding <laughs> from the fans of Lost after Very putting true. Desmond in all these episodes yeah. and all the things to put these two together and then all of a sudden right and then all of a sudden what about Charlie little Charlie I'm c- come well, I on. Say, I
4: really I think that that, ha- that will have a big part in my theory that will have a big part to play in it is that that was his unfinished business that is what he went to do and he was trying to do before Desmond beat the crap out of him. And then maybe he saw Charlie. Right. Who would have reminded him of his Alex. Exactly. And how, yeah. So,
0: so anyway, that's for me, I I believe that, uh, we're going to see another episode and Mm -hmm. that other episode is going to show, uh, how son was convinced to come. Um, how, you know, how Hurley knew about what plane to get on. Uh, we're also going to see in that episode I don't know if it'll be the life and death of Jeremy Bentham next week but we are definitely going to see um, those two things we're going to find Mm -hmm. out what happened with how what did I already say Ji Ji Young what what arrangements that uh, Mm -hmm. Sun made for Ji Young and we'll also find
4: where's Aaron
0: we're also going to find the answer that was brought up by this what are you doing here are
5: you still going back to the island Yeah, I think
1: I am. Then I'm going with you. Kate, what happened?
5: Where's Aaron? I not ask questions. If you want me to go with you, you'll never ask me that question again. You will never ask me about Aaron. Do you understand, Jack? Yes. Thank
0: you. All right. So obviously, Kate is a little bit upset and disturbed and never, ever wants to even not even come close to speaking Audibly, the words of what she did with Aaron.
4: Right, which leads me to believe that he's not just with Grandma.
0: Okay. I, I would say that that is a valid point. Now, Queen Allie in our chat room is here, and in the show notes, uh, she started up... Um, a thread in the forum where she's asking where's Al, uh, Where's Aaron. Okay. So why don't you read what Queen Allie wrote?
4: Okay. I've heard all sorts of weird theories about where Aaron is, like that Kate <laughs> killed him, gave him away, et cetera. So here is my theory. We know that Sun left the church before Jack and Ben. I have a feeling that Sun went to talk to Kate about leaving Aaron behind. Remember all of those weird hints Sun was giving? Um, example, wouldn't you do anything to keep him safe? And I have a new friend for you in America. And from what I've gathered, Kate would need a good reason to leave Aaron. Someone either had to convince her or blackmail her. I think Sun made her case to Kate about going back to the island to get Jen. And maybe Sun even said, I do blame you, contradicting what they talked about in Sun's hotel room. Guilt trip? I think that Aaron is safe with Jen. Ji Young. Ji Young. I don't know why I always stumble on that. And son's mother, either in L.A. or in Korea. And the reason she is so upset is because she knows it's her only option. I know. uh, Let's see. I know it has some holes in it, but I like this theory. Any thoughts? It's an interesting theory. It is.
0: All right. So. Okay. Okay. If I were like if I were to buy into that theory, I would like to add even further into the conspiracy that is Sun. Okay. I if if I buy into the fact that Aaron is with um with Ji young and on her way back to Korea, which I I I don't think regardless if it was the only the only hole I see is that if if she's that visibly upset, I still don't see her being. I never want you to ask me that again. If she if I mean if I if I were Kate there and, and I found a safe and secure and a place that I felt was good and and he would be well cared for you know by by um, by son's people that would take care of him I son's would not mom. son's mom I would not feel the way she felt when she spoke to Jack never ask me that again it's the only hole but let's just assume that let's let's forget about that and say okay that that son has known all along because she did say i've got a friend for you to play with Mm -hmm. where did she come up with that how did she what was in her mind to think that that was going to happen i'm saying that if that's the case i would like to submit to you my theory that son and ben have been working hand in hand ever since i wouldn't put it
4: past i wouldn't put it past (laughs) the writers to make the story go in that way because we already know that Ben had Saeed working for him. Yes. To keep them safe.
0: So so basically all this information, um the whole the whole going to the dock, pointing the gun and saying was all planned. That was all set up. Ben orchestrated that whole thing.
4: Do you think maybe Never mind. What? (laughs) Nothing.
0: All right. So, moving right along, uh, we'll go to clip 16, which mm-hmm. is... Um,
4: Son joins Jack. This one. Jack.
1: Son. Hey.
4: You're surprised to see me?
1: I just... I thought maybe you might change your mind.
5: If there's even a chance that Chin is alive. I have to be on that plane.
0: Alrighty. That plane. Did you have any thoughts on that one? Because I, I, I just got no. that one just because it was a good thought. Or a good sound clip.
4: Yeah, no. All right, not really any thoughts on it.
0: Moving right along to this one. Everybody,
4: announcement. Virgin
6: Airways flight four one six with service to Honolulu and Guam departing from gate fifty. For those of you on the standby list, we'll have plenty of seats available. so We would like to invite our pre-boarded first class and business passengers to the aircraft at this time.
1: What do you mean standbys? Is there no standbys?
5: Oh no, sir. You don't need to worry. There are seventy-eight seats open.
1: well no. about those seats. All seventy-eight of them. I'm Hugo Reyes. They don't open their mind. Check and see.
5: Yes, I see that, So These people mine. just want to get to their destination. Why would you not want them to be able to travel?
2: You know, it doesn't matter why. They can take the next plane.
0: All right. There are some. There are some lines in some story. I just. I loved that story. I that mean, was great. It, you know, it doesn't add to the mystery or anything mm. like that. Other than the fact that it just shows Hurley is He's a caring. caring. He no no he's a he's a caring, compassionate person. <laughs> yes, I know. He did not want anybody
4: else to, to be on that flight.
0: Right. He did not mm-hmm. want them to die. I mean, right. I think that that is awesome and honorable, and shows just how, why we all love Hurley so much. And then, of course, we have this.
2: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Ajira Air. This is your captain, Frank J. Lapidus, and on behalf of the entire flight crew, welcome aboard. Currently we're right on schedule, flying at a very comfortable 30,000
1: feet, so sit back,
5: relax, enjoy the in-flight Excuse me, ma'am. Mr.
1: Shepard, can I help you? Um, I need to talk to the pilot. Frank Lapidus and I are old friends, and if you could just tell him I'm on board, I'd really appreciate it. All right, but you
5: just have to go sit down because you can't be near the cup door when it's open. Sure, I understand.
2: Well, hello, Doc. Small world. <sighs> what are you doing going to Guam?
1: What are you doing here,
2: Frank? <laughs> well, I picked this gig up about eight months ago. Fly this around all the time. Sometimes I take the big birds into New Delhi. Is?
4: Exciting. Nervy.
2: Wait a second.
0: We're not going to Guam, are we? definitely the best line of the episode yeah there's no question it was great i love how they that. can
4: pull off something um so great and make it funny also you know i wondering.
0: yes and i you, they normally have that that one tone that takes them out of the episode but it, they should have it should have been more like this we're not going to guam are we
4: I think it was. Play it again.
0: I can't. It, it, it it's all the way at the end, and I have to play the whole clip. All right, but it wasn't.
4: Well, you should go back and listen to it. It, it is slightly,
3: yeah,
0: if you say so. All right. So uh, moving along, the only other thing I want to say is is you know because obviously there not everybody thinks this was an excellent episode. One, I just want to point out that the very first clip we played of Ms. Hawking,
4: is there a B in here,
0: Miss <laughs> Hawking, uh, was that. That whole phrase, that whole everything she gave. I mean, we always complain that we don't get answers. That was a whole lot of answers. Yeah.
4: And I just really wanted to was. say,
0: I love that. I love that. that. And then when you say, we're not going to Guam, are we? That was just <laughs> awesome. All right. So we're going to go back in time. At least that's the title of a he thread. He looked
4: really, um, you know, I thought that he looked younger. Yes. Lapidus looked younger. On the plane than he did when they were on the island, which was supposed to be three years ago for them. Uh-huh. And I really wasn't digging his haircut, but that was just me. Gotcha. That's all.
0: Well, well, let's move on to... <laughs> I thought he looked fine.
4: No, I'll just sit here and be on your constant roll of show notes. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not allowed to intersect... it
0: Anyway, yeah, input I, I apologize. I should have... Listened closely and 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 comment. No, seriously, I was reading the chat room. I know it was my fault. I I apologize it's to not you. Not a big deal. Hair. It's he looks younger. Deal. He didn't quite like it that much.
4: What else you got?
0: We're gonna move on to back in time,
1: <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm gonna have you read what Mark Grace wrote.
4: <laughs> okay. Seriously, come on. Looks like the donkey wheel is fixed and that the island was placed back in the time of Dharma. Jin has been on the island for three years and scored himself a job as a mini bus driver. Check out my signature because I too am a Dharma mini bus driver. <laughs> but it's fairly obvious. I'm sure Jin's English is awesome.
0: I bet it is. And of course, um,. He- uh, Queen Ali or Queen Queen Ali uh, wrote back, and she says, "I'm confused. From what I gathered, the Oceanic Six had three years passed, but the Losties only had a few days. I was thinking that since the island is always moving, the time is not the time is still not necessarily relevant to the real world. So that is that it has. Let's see. So that it hasn't really been three years for everyone on the island." Now, I have not given this very much thought, but I'd taken back, uh, let's see, I was taken aback when I read your post because I'm going to be ticked off if they go forward three years on the island and only showed us a few days, you know? And your thoughts on this, Stephanie?
4: Well, my original thoughts were that it had just been a few days for the Losties where it had been three years for the Oceanic Six. But I think that when John reset the donkey wheel, it reset the time. But now they're just stuck back in Dharma time, and so they've been there for three years. Yes, minus a few days that they were jumping.
0: <coughs> yes. Okay. Did you follow that? I yeah, mean, I did follow okay. that. Here, that, that's that's. Tell my- me if it's the same as what I'm thinking, because I, I don't I don't know if I completely wrap my mind around it. But my thinking is that everything we've seen up to this point, all this jumping around back and forth on the island, has not corresponded to what's been going on off the island. That that that's three years. But, But John Locke going back was going back sometime during the three years, obviously, so that he can come back as Jeremy Bentham and all this other stuff. What we saw that last jump when John fixed the donkey wheel, that... It has now been three years in the Dharma time. And obviously, when you saw Jin, his hair is longer. Is that what you were saying?
4: That's exactly what I said. But thanks for putting it in your own words.
0: I told you I was going to put it in my own words (laughs) to make sure that you and I were on the same page. Why do you have to give me such a hard time? Because if you would
4: just listen to me, you would know that we said the same thing. I shouldn't have to listen to you say what I said in a different way to know that we said the same thing. Moving right so along. So, are you
0: saying that you shouldn't have to listen to what I say? Pretty
4: much. <laughs>
0: just to make sure that I'm listening to what you say to see if we're just saying the same thing? Yep. That's just wanted to make saying. sure that's what you're saying. <sighs> <laughs>
4: oh, Ooh, you ducked. That's I'm... funny. Like, I would really throw that at your head.
0: All right. Let's just move on. Uh, Hurley's comic book. This is from Chris K. Okay. Now, there's a link and a picture of a screen capture of uh, Hurley's. Um, comic book and this comes from lost.cubit.net and he says that um, from let's see here, on the plane Hurley was reading the Spanish language version of issue 15 of Why? The Last Man from Brian K. Vaughn and uh, Pia Pia Guerra the link to the photo is here and of course that's in our show notes Uh, here is what the Wikipedia summary of the plot, uh, plot okay Here is the Wikipedia summary of the plot of the series. Stephanie. Hello. In the series. I got it. Got it. All right.
4: I had to go back to the page. Okay. I wasn't on the show notes. Oh, okay. In the series on July 17th, 2002, something referred to as plague simultaneously kills every mammal possessing a Y chromosome. Including embryos, fertilized eggs, and even sperm. The only exceptions appear to be, is it Yorick, Yorick Brown, Brown, um, a young amateur escape artist and his con- uh,
0: ca- capuchin
4: or something. Is some monkey. It's monkey.
0: Yes. Is ampersand. It gonna- yeah.
4: <laughs> Where did people come up with this? I have
0: no idea. Keep, we'll okay, this
4: premise is somewhat similar to the mid 80s DC graphic novel, DC graphic novel Me and Joe Priest, except that in the prior story, rather than all men but one being killed, all men being the main character were. I'll
0: tell you what. The whole story rendered that,
4: infertile. The whole
0: story's is in our show notes, and there's a link to the Wikipedia <laughs> I article. I can not finish reading; it no, just makes no sense to me, and that's yeah, why I'm. I understand. Let's yeah. not. Let's just leave it. Okay. All right, but anyway, there's a cool picture, and there's that. That. I'm um, sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's not a big deal. Uh, that's why we have show notes, and there's there's a cool picture of him holding his uh his comic book, and it's a real comic book, and it's interesting as of the possible tie-ins. And you can read up (laughs) there. What are you laughing at now?
4: Well, now I read ahead. Okay. And um, I have no idea what they're talking about. Absolutely no idea at all. Okay. Except that I guess it has something to do with a comic book, right? Okay. The next paragraph, I'm just going to read the first line. Society is plunged into chaos as infrastructures collapse and the surviving women everywhere try to cope with the loss of the men. Their survivor's guilt, dot, 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 I'm not going to finish it. A man wrote this. Yes. This was written by a man because let me tell you, if all the men fell off the face of the earth, women are not going to have survivor's guilt.
0: You don't think so? <laughs> no, I don't. So there is uh, some kind of uh, video being put into the chat room, and you I'm not are sure. not
4: listening to me again. I'm going to stop showing up.
0: Survivor's guilt. Women wouldn't feel bad. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Chr- Chrissy posted some <sighs> some screen captures of some certain of, of a certain actress uh, who we've seen before. Uh, basically, this is. Going back a little ways, she said that the actress who plays the lady at Oxford, uh, remember when Desmond goes, no, Desmond, yes, Desmond goes to Oxford looking for Faraday's mom. And uh, basically, the Mm -hmm. lady that that says, you know, I'm sorry, we've never heard of this guy um, and and stuff like that. uh, Basically, she's the same actress who played um, the Oceanic employee who uh let hurley on the plane so there's screen captures there and definitely the same woman yeah very cool pictures in the show notes stephanie let's go let's please go to some listener feedback
3: yes colonel lock this line secure
2: line secure go ahead
3: Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy.
6: This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana.
2: Josh from California.
6: Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California.
1: Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback.
3: Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger
1: that.
0: Southern California, Dave says it doesn't matter if Cliff listens or not because we do.
4: I know that, but they're not making eye contact with me. Okay, and and it, it's it's all this thing. It's it's my mom's fault. What? She just if you weren't making eye contact, you weren't listening, and it's just sorry. Okay, I, I have a hard time not making eye contact with people who I'm supposed to be talking to, and uh, since you're the only one in the room, gotcha little couple glances every now and then when they (laughs) hurt.
0: Here's Chrissy's voicemail.
7: Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, it's Chrissy here. Just giving you a call with some of...
0: Sounds like she's in the hatch. (laughs) I'm down in the hatch.
7: Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, it's Chrissy here. Just giving you a call with some of my thoughts on the episode 316. I agree that Ben did try to go kill Penny, but he was beaten up in the process by Desmond or maybe Penny herself. However, I don't think he was successful in killing her. Um, A couple of reasons. First, when he was on the phone to Jack, the way that he sounded was of someone whose plans hadn't quite gone the way that they had hoped, not like someone who had finally got on their revenge um, for killing their daughter. Or maybe he was just really embarrassed because he got beaten up by a girl. Second of all, I don't think they're going to make Ben go kill Penny because The Penny and Desmond relationship is one of, I guess, the more popular ones out there. Um, And I think also that the writers are trying to make Ben be this ambiguous character. So he's not good. He's not bad. We don't really know which side he lies on. So I guess for him to actually be successful in killing Penny, it's going to alienate a lot of people against him. So... Unless they're really going for the angle that Ben is truly a baddie, I don't think they'd actually make him successful in killing her. There was a couple of great lines in the episode, the Guam one, obviously, and I also like Ben's response to how can you read, but Ben may have been lying there because his mother died during childbirth, as we know. So unless it was her ghost that taught Ben how to read, then... I guess he's lying and I also liked the is he telling the truth and Miss Hawking's reply of probably not like she knows that Ben always lies to her so she basically doesn't really trust, trust him. Last off I have a theory about Jin and my theory is that Jin is the one who teaches Charlotte how to speak Korean. Obviously he's working for Dharma, so you would assume that he's been there for a while, so I think that
0: oh, he I like this. meets
7: Charlotte as a child and he teaches her how to speak it. Anyway, that's all I've got, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: That is that's awesome. Cool. That definitely is going to get... It's an interesting theory. Very awesome. that that and And how does he... Yeah, <clears throat> that is... That's awesome. I like it. Christy, thank you so much for calling in. That's really cool. It is nothing. I'm eye contacting you.
4: She she sounded like she was. (laughs)
0: She's in the station. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Why don't you read us an email, Stephanie, from uh, Ryan from the Northwest, and he's gonna give us what he think went wrong in 316. So, Stephanie.
4: Okay, hold on.
0: Oh my goodness.
4: I don't know about you, but after listening to the Lost podcast community, I am disappointed in the overall positive feedback on the episode 316. It came and went, and I was, and I was like, that was the weirdest styled episode since Fire and Water, or A Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh, yes, I liked Expose much better than Charlotte and Frogert. Well, at least they're dead. The way the Oceanic Six went back was by far the most disappointing part of it, starting with the corny flight number as the title. The the serious lost viewers deserve better, and the title should mean more than a cliché a la 815. The answers are far too simple for the dramatics the questions made us ask when they are when they aired I'll explain below
0: okay before you explain yes. below I'd like to say the title 316 is not just the cliche no. of the the um the actual uh flight number right and in fact I'm gonna strongly encourage you to go back and listen to episode 195 of the weekly lost podcast I made a huge deal over reading the scripture John 3:16 and how his name's John Locke and about the proxy proxy sending a substitute I'm not going to go through the whole thing here but uh, the the 3:16 is probably so much more than just it,
4: the flight number
0: it's probably one of the most brilliant titles they came up with because so many people are like oh it was just flight 3:16 that's why it was 3:16 no it it yeah obviously that's that's one meaning but John three sixteen definitely clearly had something to do with it, and and that's in episode one ninety five. Um, What was the other part that he didn't like? Uh, oh, well, the fact that he likes uh, that he liked expose says well maybe he's just not going to agree with us. He doesn't have the same taste, which is totally cool, totally cool, and uh,
4: yeah, absolutely.
0: So let's let's let him explain some of his okay. stuff below.
4: Didn't you think that somehow we would see the making of the Daniel Faraday with Pierre Chang video from Comic-Con last summer? Maybe they would have used excuse me. Maybe they would have used the help of Patchy in the Flame Station during the 70s, which we all think that is the time period they're in. They would have sent a message to perhaps a Miss Hawkings. On the receiving end, or someone else from the lamp post station, and then for them to per- and then for them to perform a more clever way to get back, like a puzzle or riddles of sorts. instead of just flying over a convenient spot, then uh, spot to then have the sky light up and they flash to the island. It was a cheat the way they delivered the group back to the island. Even the funny side of the plane situated with Frank Lapidus was overshadowed by the dumbed-down way we see them get back. I just really liked how the National Treasure movies did their puzzles and would have liked to have seen them really work and figure out the the mystery of coordinates A heading direction, possibly 316, would have worked, etc. To have worked through this open pinhole with Faraday on the other side was the way it should have played out.
0: Okay, before we go on, um, didn't you think that somehow we would see the making of the Daniel Faraday and Pierre Chang video from Comic-Con? I think we will.
4: I think we will. I I think think
0: that that's coming.
4: We're only on episode five.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it has something to do with them finding a way back now as for the plane being the way to go back. And, and maybe that's cheesy. I don't think so because I, I think what this does is seeing how they get there the second time and knowing that it was the coordinates. Rem- it Richard Malkin says, no, you must be on this flight. Mm-hmm. You have to get on this plane. Why? Because this is the plane who is going to go through the coordinates of this, uh, they it, basically what the, what this does is it confirms that Claire was put on that plane for on purpose on for mm-hmm. a reason to mm-hmm. be t- taken to the island, and <coughs> whether it be the island or whatever forces the people that are the the people that make up the Losties who are on the island, they were meant and required by the island to come there. Um it's no question that that Christian Shepherd is tied to this whole thing the fact that in season 1 And Chris- I
4: think that that's why there was the flash of light and it only took the ones that it wanted right or needed
0: yeah i i think the flight basically answered you know, and confirmed that it wasn't just a mistake, that, that you know, it confirmed somebody's uh, theory, many people's theory, mine included, that those people were all put on that plane they for a reason. They were all intended to be there. They were intended to <laughs> be there. And if there's any doubt, there is no doubt in my mind, Claire was meant to be on Flight 815, which was going to go through that window and come to that island. That's my thought. Okay. But anyway, I, I'm not, you can still agree, you can still disagree and think it's cheesy, but I just wanted to point out why I thought it was cool mm-hmm. that the plane is how they got back and they showed us and, and, and gave us all the information they did. So it is so frustrating.
4: It is so frustrating. And I want to know who else shares my pain. Maybe the season can redeem itself after a great this Place's death episode. It's just now that they are back. It is just now that they are back. What will we see them do? Create the orchid um, that we end up seeing or cause inadvertently the incident we hear about? Who knows, but it will likely all make sense as the season goes forward, just not in the best possible way. In the end, what makes Lost great is that vague delivery system of past seasons that we scratch our head at the absolutely, but love, absolutely, but absolutely love at the same time. Apologies. Um, My fear of this and next season is that the answers are coming too quickly in a less than exciting way than build up in our own minds, perhaps.
0: Okay. Obviously. I think the
4: answers have to come quickly now.
0: Yeah. And and not to mention the fact that they're bringing up more questions. They are.
4: But I think that if they, if they give us too long to think about it, you know, um, in a less than exciting way, than to build it up in our own minds, perhaps somebody's bound to get it right. So I think that it's just smarter for them to just go ahead and give you the answer that they had intended as they keep creating new questions and new mysteries along the way. Yeah. Then yeah. to just, you're going to lose interest if they just keep dragging it out.
0: There was an official Lost podcast, gosh, maybe two years ago, okay. where they talked about what would happen. And it, maybe it was just last year where they talked about what would happen if the if this show got canceled. And, or maybe it was a DVD extra. But they were talking about the fact that if the show got canceled, uh, they were talking about the fact that they knew all along what how they're going to end this story. There is, right. there is an end game and it's in the black box or whatever. It's in the box or I don't know if you remember... I do this. And they said, you know, if they came back, then they and the, what they would envision, would they they would have they would just basically say, OK, the show's been canceled and they would have they say they'd have a monkey or they'd have some kind of something. Yeah, they'd have some kind of crazy character or something like that. Just sit in front of the camera and just read everything. And it's like, this is what we were going to tell you. So anyway, that that's what I I was going to go ahead.
4: I, but I'm I'm trying to think now. I don't remember exactly. OK. Um, but he says in his email, um, who knows, but it will likely all make sense as the season goes forward, just not, um, in the best possible way. Um, talking about this episode. And if you listen to the official Lost podcast from last week, right, they said that 316 and, um, What's next week's episode? The life, the and, life death. and death of, of um, Jeremy Bentham could be played either way.
0: In fact, it was originally slated. And it was
4: originally slated for the life and je- death of Jeremy Bentham to be first. But they thought it made more sense to show it the way that they have chosen.
2: Right.
0: Is that
4: what they said? Yes. Am I, am I remembering yes. that correctly? Yes. Okay. So maybe, Ryan, after you see next week's episode it'll make a little bit more sense to you. Maybe you will say, oh, when I get my DVD set next year, I'm going to watch them in the other order because that's how I want to see them.
0: Maybe. And maybe he'll still think it was a cheesy episode. And that's fine. I'm just... Which is cool.
4: I was just saying.
0: I'm just saying. (laughs) I told you Wednesday night's your (laughs) opinion night. Who am I? (laughs) Who do we have on the line with us?
3: This is Chris Leiche.
0: Hey, Chris. What's up, man?
3: Hey, uh, my only deal with the... uh the plane and the return to the island, and let me first say, I trust that the riders will will handle this accordingly, but if the plane doesn't crash and the you know the the people return to the island, how would you explain to the world people just disappearing off of a plane and they just so happen to be members of the Oceanic six? That's my only concern. I, I
0: think the plane's crashing. I, I It was pretty violently ripped apart and stuff. I In the same way that we saw Jack, Jack was clearly... When was
4: in, it violently ripped apart?
0: Well, I believe it was. I mean, it was being oh, okay. shaken, per, I mean, pretty badly. Yes. I believe, yeah. I, I think okay. that that plane's going to crash.
4: Just somewhere else.
0: Just somewhere else. Uh-oh, did we lose Chris? No, know. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. good.
3: And one other point, y'all were talking earlier about the timeline on the island. Um, do we know if time has changed since we saw Sawyer holding onto a rope that was in the ground where the well was supposed to be? Yes. It be- has changed, okay.
0: It has. Because it, it, the, the, and the reason I give for that, if you go back and watch the very last scene when we see Jen, he's obviously wearing a Dharma jumpsuit, and he's obvious, so he's obviously... Uh, first of all, been recruited to be doing a task, mm, that's, driving a dharma van, and he's got longer hair.
4: I don't think that's what Chris is saying.
0: Okay, we um,
3: haven't seen that time jump yet, though. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Our, no, we we haven't. Yeah, I, uh,
0: when we when we let when when Locke went through the donkey wheel, that's uh-huh. where that's where they were.
3: Okay, yeah, that would make sense. There was. Well, there would be another jump when he turned the donkey wheel yes okay we just haven't seen Sawyer and Juliet and the rest of them since, since that happened though yeah right okay. so
0: you can okay. imagine if, if if originally slated the life and death of Jeremy Bentham was scheduled to be before this one mm-hmm. then that would make sense that he turns the wheel and then all of a sudden we see next scene what there happened on the island immediately after John left.
3: Like I say, I'm sure they'll they'll tie up the the loose ends, but just some concerns.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I I really believe it has to do with the fact that that these islands or these episodes were meant to be in the other order, and they decided for whatever creative and artistic reasons to to put it this way.
4: They actually said it made more sense.
0: They said it made more sense, and they said that once you see both of them, you'll understand why.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, I can't wait for for next week's episode. I think. Uh, Hopefully, we'll learn a lot of things. I hope so. This raised a tremendous amount of questions. Uh, Aaron, for me, being the biggest one, and uh, one thing I kind of hope would happen—I don't know if it would or not—but I think it would just be totally cool—is if Aaron is actually the one that tells Kate that she has to go back to the island.
0: That would be. That would just be awesome. That would be be Interesting. That would definitely be cool.
3: Because there's just, for me, I don't, I don't think that. Kate has sent Aaron anywhere or left Aaron with anyone simply because of the the you know never ask me that question ever again comment she makes to Jack if she sent him with son or even with the grandmother, you would think that she would just use something along the lines of "Don't worry, he's safe or something of that nature. It just seems like something traumatic has happened in order for her to make that comment, in my opinion.
0: Uh, there's no question. No question. And and I don't I don't know that we'll see it next week, but I think we'll see it, um, you know, I, I think we will see it probably in about two or three episodes out. I hope so. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Chris. It's always Thank a pleasure you having you call in and join us, man. All righty. So, uh, so Chris
4: said one thing that is my favorite thing. What's that? That he said, and I think that it's something that we all need to remember. Okay. He said, "We need to trust the writers." Yes, I don't think that they're going to take us on this insane journey for the last four years just to really screw it up. Now,
0: no, they're yeah they they purposely did the plane for a reason, and I th- mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be clear uh, in 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 the future when we see when we see everything wrap up. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we understand why. John was refused the walkabout and why mm-hmm. this happened and, and, and how all these people got to, you know, how it all was orchestrated. We'll find out that, right. that in fact, Christian Shepherd never really was dead, but instead, you know, right. he said, well, we're going right. to find a lot yeah, of things.
4: I, so I, I do. I think we need to trust them. We need to... One thing that I completely remember and I... A lot, I think there are going to be a lot of people that are going to hate me after I say this, is that this is their story to tell. Yeah. We're along for the ride, but this is their story to tell.
0: This is true. It, it
4: does, I mean, I understand that, that the fan community could, you know, knock down their door and, and you know, have their head on a platter for going in, in one way that or another, but it's not our story to tell. It's our story to enjoy.
0: Well, I would like to say something in response to that, because I just finished reading the book Lost Ate My Life. I know. And I do happen to know that they it, that it's I think that there's reasons why the Lost fan community can and, and feels almost like it's they're entitled to have their opinions this way mm-hmm. and to demand that things change in the story uh, because of Nikki and Paulo. And in fact, uh, it, it, they very clearly in um, in the Lost Date My Life book, uh, they very clearly stated that, um, um, oh gosh. But was, that
4: is a detail. I'm talking about the overall story.
0: Okay, never mind.
4: Do, do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not saying that the fans can't influence a detail or two here and there.
0: Well, the, they, they had But plans. I think that
4: there is a, Okay.
0: They had plans for Nikki and Paulo to add some additional stuff, and the fans screamed out and they said, "Okay, dude, we'll kill them." Okay. Uh, and, and, and matter of fact, they even in the most recent episode or there uh, of the Lost podcast or somewhere they even alluded to that you know that Nikki and Paulo was lost Jar Jar Binks. That okay. I just heard that somewhere. Mark, was that
4: was
0: no? The, no no no? This was from a Lost official podcast or something.
4: Oh, okay, then where did I?
0: Mark also mentioned something about Jarjoe Banks he did. the other night. Yes. He did. Yeah. Okay. Different, different scenario. Gotcha. All right. So um, Bonnie Koval from lost.about.com mm-hmm. recently got to interview uh, Melissa Farman, who happened to be the character or the actor, I should say, who played young Rousseau. And you might be interested in hearing this little short, tiny clip from her interview, uh, which uh, clearly shows that, that this actress who played young Rousseau has no clue about (laughs) Lost. Were you
6: a Lost fan before you actually got this part? Actually, no. I had never
1: watched the show before I went on my first audition because, you know, with acting and my studies, there's just very little time to commit to a show, especially one as complicated as Lost. But um, as soon as I read the script and watched a couple of the episodes, I just totally got hooked and thought it was just such, you know, there were so many reasons for it to be such a hit.
6: Yeah, it really is a great show. So you've watched some of the episodes, but not all of them? No, not yet. <laughs> in between homework assignments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so did you um, not know what a big deal it is? This Danielle Rousseau character is a really huge part of the Lost mythology. Is Is this something you knew going in, or did you not even know what a big character she is? Well... Not at all, actually, in the sense that when I went to read for the part, I didn't even know who I was reading for. Um,
1: There was no reference to Danielle, a character. Uh I was going in literally to read for a French woman. And so I didn't know um, that, you know, until the very day I got the job, which was literally the day before I flew out to Hawaii, that it was Danielle Rousseau. And then I found out, and it was so exciting.
0: Very cool. So, Bonnie, thank you very much for uh, sharing that portion of that interview, and I'm sure the rest of that can be found over at lost.about.com. All right, Marcus Brown wrote in, and he says, Hey, uh, enjoyed the 316 episode a lot. I agree with you there. Question about Ji Young. First, at the end of the meeting at church till the flight the next day, that would be challenging to get their child from uh, from Japan to L.A. Second, perhaps, uh, in her mind... There would be no guarantee that if they were transported to the island that Ji Young would be as well. So there was a quote-unquote risk that her daughter could be killed. I don't think Sun would take that chance. Third, p- perhaps since she is still not 100% sure that Jin was alive after all that Ben was telling her. So again, she did not want to risk Ji Young's life. Uh, what's up with the statements throughout the build of uh, buildup that everybody has to, everyone has to come back? Yet, seemingly, Mrs Miss Hawking did not seem overly upset about only the fact that only three showed up. Is this because there was another plane to get them uh, already in motion? Uh, anyway, I remember a comment Ben made on at the butcher ladies about two other people. Names escape me. Uh, that were working with Ben at the time to get the six back to the island. We will need to re- review the episode to get the names of those people. Of course, I, that could be very well that they were a part of something happening there. I speculate that Ben had something to do with Saeed being on the airplane in handcuffs, possibly since the flight is going to Guam. Uh, there could be a military connection when Said was doing work for the U.S. military Uh, After the first Gulf War, maybe crimes for torture, and then they are uh, taking him to uh, trial in Iraq. He may have had a uh, fight first, uh, a fight first, and then, uh, and this did not work. So played informant and got him arrested anyway. He's uh,
4: saying that Saeed beat him up.
0: Gotcha. Did you notice that the resurgence of Leader Jack in the jungle, diving to save Hurley? He had been kind of a backseat. He had been kind of backseat since off island and uh on the booze and drugs kate was so determined at the doc scene not to be involved so what changed what happened between the time she left and the time she shows up at jack's doorstep i too and keenly am keenly interested in what happened to aaron all right
4: what? i was just laughing at doorstep okay why because she showed up in his bed
0: she did <laughs> <laughs> that was the doorstep for him. Okay. Anyway, audio feedback from Ryan, and he's got some a message for us gin haters.
7: Hey everyone, this
1: is uh, Ryan from Allen, Texas. I'm just calling uh, the the uh, Loft Podcast, um, and I wanted to talk to all of the gin haters about his English. Um, see, I was surprised that his English didn't improve faster sooner. I don't know if anyone's been completely immersed in a foreign language before, but it happens pretty quickly for people who have a necessity to learn that language. You know, we may compare them to, I don't know, immigrants uh, from other countries to this country who may not be completely immersed because they're with people who speak their own language, and so they're not totally immersed, and they don't have to, Spanish being a good example. But Jen, he's had to learn English, and I think maybe that, that... Now that he's on his own, he's being forced to use English a little bit more than he would have had he been with other people who were used to him and used to his uh, subtle nonverbal cues. Um, Well, that's my take anyway. I I think that he's learning English perfectly fine, and I don't think that it's a surprise that he's speaking it so well now. That's me. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: (laughs) Ryan, thank you so much. Uh, First of all, um, if you're referring to me being a gin hater, absolutely not. Sure did I do the... Uh, me tonto. I did. I was. I was. I was just saying that I was commenting that his English seemed pretty good as far as being completely immersed. Uh, you know, I yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that's a valid, valid argument. But he had some vocabulary in that in those lines initially, just in the first scene where we saw Jin uh, with Russo and interacting with them. That it just seemed like where did he get that vocabulary? Uh, that was just my own thought, th- thought on that. But he, even it, my, I'm not a Jin hater. I was simply just saying, you know, Hey, it just seemed out of place for him to speak this. Now, as far as I'm concerned, he can speak beautiful, perfect English now because, and and wouldn't it be awesome if his English teacher was Charlotte? <laughs> he, che- he teaches her Korean, she teaches uh, but, but no, we, well, gosh, we here at the weekly Lost podcast have always been rooting for Jin to be alive. In fact, I, I, I stated all through last season Jin or after the during the hiatus Jin's alive. He he's got to be. And uh and he is and we're happy. So no Jin haters over here. Email from Marcus B. I rewatched the early episode where Saeed was captured by Danielle and notice a bit of a timeline disparity uh disparity. Will you finish that stuff?
4: She tells she tells the story that something happened <laughs> after they, the French group, created the home base camp she was in with Saeed around two months into their stay on the island. This disagrees with the recent episode in that the French people and Jen start for the radio tower shortly after landing on the beach and are sucked down the hole by the smoke monster. When Jen flashes, it is later future um not sure how long in the future but danielle is still on the beach not in the camp where she had okay that where she was holding saeed um for purists this is probably a bad script error
0: there you go very interesting and good Couldn't catch. it just
4: be the change of you know weren't people talking about um not changing the events but the whole charlie you know yeah it's the only way that I can use it. You know, I saw you dying on the rocks, but I saved you. That doesn't mean that you're not going to die anyway.
0: That could that could definitely be an answer, a possible it answer. Be the
4: fact that they found Jen floating in the water changed the mm-hmm. circumstances, but led up to the same outcome. I think so. Am I catching on to this show or am I just completely out of it? I, I think,
0: uh, babe, I think it matter of fact, I'll even do this. I don't know. I will
3: say. It's an interesting
4: theory.
0: Let's see who we have on the line here. All right, so on the line, we do have Jeremy, also known as Fleegon on the Twitter and on the forums and all of the other good stuff. Jeremy, good to have you on the show, man.
2: Thank you. Good to actually call in for a change. Um, Okay, so I've got a couple of things sort of relating to numbers in this episode. Okay. Um, The First thing is the photo I don't remember if we talked about this at any other point, um, but the photo that is in the, oh, no, it's escaping my mind, the lamppost, uh, when they show that really quickly, there's a photo of the island. The date is um, September 23, 1954. Okay. And it says U.S. Army.
0: That so makes that's, sense. Um,
2: that's a bit of a confirmation on Ellie being Eloise. Yes. Um, also... And this is the thing, this is the question that's kind of been running around in my mind. At the beginning, we see Jack and Hurley and Kate on the island. And then it says, we see the screen that says 46 hours earlier. And then when they're talking to Miss Hawking, she says that the window will close in 36 hours. Right. But I, it doesn't feel like Hurley's been floating in the water for ten hours and all that. So, so I'm thinking, what happened? What's what's that discrepancy?
0: Good question. The window closes in 36 hours.
4: Is and, there a discrepancy, <clears throat> or did they just make their cutoff?
0: Could they have been passed out for ten hours?
2: Well, that's that's what I was wondering. It it didn't. I mean, if Hurley was in the water, yeah, I
5: guess,
0: he was in I the guess, water. I mean,
2: he would have okay. I now, mean, Jen still would hold the record for surviving passed out in the water, I suppose.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> here, okay, here's a question for you, Jeremy. Um, remember when they sent the rocket from the freighter and they timed it? Now, obviously, they were showing that there's some time yes, when you go through. Oh,
2: there you go.
0: And it, and it's not like it's not like days or weeks or anything like that, or times different on the island than off the island. But when you do pass through that it is possible to to have a slight fluctuation.
2: Uh, maybe that's it. See, there we
0: go. <laughs> awesome stuff. Very cool, man. I'm glad you called in. Anything else that you thought about this episode?
2: Mm, no, I think that about covers it for what I wanted to say.
0: Very cool, man. Thank you for calling in, Jeremy. All right, thanks, guys. All right, bye. bye. All right, so we got to wrap things up here. We're already at an hour and eleven minutes. Really? Yes. Uh, I've got an email from Greg in North Hollywood, California. He said, "Just an idea." Ben said he had to keep a promise from an old friend. I think he uh, went to kill Penny. He promised Widmore he would. He would, and he knows that uh, there is no return after he goes back to the island. He had to do it before he left. We know it. How we know it was rough. Look at his face. Question is, did he kill her or not? So. Very cool. I just want to make sure we knew that uh, Greg also had that. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, do you have anything else before we go to close the show out?
4: No, I don't. I, I no.
0: What? Okay. Very cool. I'll tell you what we're gonna do is uh, we're done. We're gonna go ahead and uh, play what's coming up on Lost. It's just a. It's not a. Not a necessarily a spoiler, but uh, it's from the ABC synopsis. If you're the type of person that doesn't uh, watch the promos for the next week, you don't want to hear this. Um, every now and then there's something slight about, you know, what characters that she knows is going to be in the show and, right. and stuff like that. But, uh, that's pretty much what's coming up. We do want to say before you tune out though, um, just in case you're not aware of this, uh, we have been on the free feeds in the lost podcast network, also on the free feed over at gspn.tv. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, we will be in the plus member only feed If you want to learn how to get all the episodes, you can go over to gspn.tv slash plus. And if you want to know what that's all about, if you have questions, concerns about the idea of uh, plus membership and how to get all the episodes, feel free to email me in a very respectful way. We'd love to work with you see what we can get you uh, hooked up with all the content. And that is uh, email address is feedback at gspn.tv.
5: Who's that?
1: I know it. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? I'm not going to find out. Don't you want to
6: know? This is Lost Away Bonnie from lost.about.com with this week's Lost preview. The next episode is called The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham and will be on this Wednesday at 9 p.m. on ABC. ABC's synopsis reads, Locke's fateful mission off the island as Jeremy Bentham is revealed. So we finally get to see what happened to Locke when he left the island. I think we'll see him go around and visit those who had left the island, including Taller Ghost Walt. Christian Shepard returns in this episode, and I'm guessing Locke will see him off the island, though it could be Jack who sees him. We'll also see Charles Widmore and Matthew Abaddon. Plus, we'll see the new characters, Caesar, who was the guy on the plane who offered Jack his condolences, and Alana, who was the one escorting Saeed. I'm looking forward to finding out how they fit into the story. Bring on John Locke. For more information, read my The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham guide and preview. This is Lost Away Bonnie Koval for GSPN's weekly Lost podcast and Lost.
1: LostAbout.com.
0: All righty, Bonnie. Thank you once again. And if you want to hear the rest of that interview from uh, Melissa Farman, I believe is her name. Uh, definitely go check that out. LostAbout.com. Ah, we did it, Stephanie. Another late night Friday night weekly Lost podcast, and you didn't even get your nap in beforehand. I didn't. Maybe next week we'll make sure you get that nap in. It's
4: getting rough. It is. It, it is. They're three nights in a row. Yep. They're they're getting rough. They
0: are. Yep. Yep. Anyway, folks, we are so glad that you join us here for the Weekly Lost Podcast. And uh, we look forward to hearing your voice fa- voicemail feedback. You want to call in anytime, night or day, 24 hours a day. The voicemail is open for you right now. Area code 859-859. 7954067 that's 8597954067 of course everything that you heard us uh share tonight that we kind of read to you uh it came from the forum over at slash forum there's lots of wonderful great conversations around lost we didn't even cover it all here tonight so there's there's a whole lot more in fact if you go to uh, weeklylostpodcast.com for this episode which is 196. There's a link to the show notes that we were looking at and our show notes have a link to all the conversations in the forum that we talked about. And that all makes more sense if you just go there. Uh, and of course, you can follow uh, Stephanie and I on Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash gspn is mine. Twitter.com slash full-time mom is Stephanie. And uh, I will let you know that occasionally I will release links to premium plus member only content to those who follow me at twitter.com slash gspn and uh, also if you're not on the mailing list that's another thing that you could join and sign up for make sure that you're not missing out on anything and that's over at gspn.tv slash list there's all kinds of stuff you can do and uh, and I just basically Stephanie we just need to wrap things up and say until next time let's go to bed (laughs) (laughs) just kidding until next time stay Stay lost.
4: lost